Good day, everyone. This is Martha Childers, and welcome to Sedona Spotlight, where each week my co-host, Ariel Archer, I feature teachers, healers, visionaries, and other notables in their field from mystical, magical Sedona, Arizona. Sedona Spotlight is here to shine its light on you, so anyone, anywhere, or anytime can experience the amazing energies emanated from the sacred red rocks of Sedona, Arizona. You can also lighten up live from Seattle, Washington and vicinity every Tuesday at half past noon on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM on the dial or listen live online from anywhere in the world you may happen to be at 1230 PM U.S. Pacific time by clicking the listen live link at SedonaSpotlight.com. And with me today is multi-award winning musician, author, healer, shamaness, composer, and speaker, no, no one in Sedona just has one title, <laughs> Deborah Thunderbeat from, uh, and we are so happy to have you joining us on the show today. Welcome. Thank you, Martha, for having me. This is fun and exciting. Yeah, well, and I know you've got a lot, large body. Um, I mean, you've, you've written some other books and a lot of them are you know, like on um, chakras and healing and that sort of thing. And your new book, and I'm so glad that you're wanting to share some of the things that you've seen and um, what you've witnessed in the rocks here since you've been living here for what, almost 30 years? 22 years. 22 years. I knew it was between the 20s and 30s somewhere, but I won't age us any more than that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, Thunderbeat's newest book is called Faces in the Rocks and Ancient Egypt Found in Sedona. So I think it's a really fun subject and uh, for anyone who's ever liked to look up at the clouds and, and find faces and messages, there's a whole lot going on here, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. There's ancient uh, lost history here, that's for sure. Thousands <laughs> of years ago and spirit has guided me, the ancient ones, I call them in the rocks and, you know, um, native, part Native American and I was always taught uh, when you see a face in the rocks, that is the truth. And I have found hundreds of them. <laughs> I, I know. A couple of hundred, as I recall. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. Well, and, and while you're while you're here, too, I wanted to also um, thank you again um, for leading the drum circles at both of our Hopi gatherings here in Sedona and also for being a contributing performer for our upcoming virtual fundraising concert this March 22nd on World Water Day to help us apply more water purification systems to the Hopi and Navajo reservations. Um, yes. And I know that's a really tried and true subject for you too. So stay tuned everyone for more on that too. And with that, I'm hoping you'll start things off um, by giving our audience just a quick little slap, uh, snapshot about your background, keeping in mind the show is only 30 minutes and you've got a lot to say. Um, but uh, mostly what, what led you to, uh, you know, when did you decide to share all these things that you found and all these mystical images in the rocks? Well, it kind of started when I first moved here. Uh, yeah. Spirit guided me um, I to actually the Sphinx. It was very magical. And um, I got here and I just saw, they showed me the Sphinx and, and, and I've been to Egypt many times, been studying yeah. Egypt for 25 years. So I could see it clearly. And I have found 10 major gods and goddesses here of Egypt. And it's no, like, kind of looks like, it's not like that at all. It's real no. deal. 
Yeah, uh, it's it's crazy the details. Um, you know, and Akhenaten and ISIS and those. If you want to like describe some of what you've seen there, because I mean the detail is unbelievable. It's you know unquestionable. Yeah, they're hidden in plain sight. Yeah, uh, I've driven by some of these three or four times, or maybe more, and didn't see them. And, <laughs> and they're right there because you're not expecting them. That's probably mm -hmm. what it is. And uh, but Thoth is a detailed. Uh, he's an ibis bird, and he has like his uh, headdress on and his whole ibis face, his whole body, arms, everything. Isis, Osiris, and they're all kind of like. Uh, the Egyptian area is all kind of like in the same exact area. Then there, I have found dragons and Native Americans in the uh, rocks, uh, very detailed. Um, I have found Kuan Yin, Ganesh, all in different areas. And they're all kind of in their own like city. Their, their little hood. <laughs> yeah, their little hood, their little areas. And so I said, oh. This is totally ancient, ancient knowledge that's been lost. And, you know, Spirit has guided me and has downloaded me some information. They said it's so old, it's over, over 10,000 years ago. And they're saying that this was actually part of Atlantis. And they said Atlantis was interesting. All, yeah, they said Atlantis was all over the world. And when Atlantis fell, they brought their Egyptian gods and goddesses to Egypt with them. So they were here before Egypt. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's really interesting because, um, I, you know, with the, with the formations around here, and that, that really is cool that you pointed out that there's little hoods, little clusters, because you do see everything. And even nowadays, you know, people must, I mean, all, you know, anybody from that's kind of connected to spirit is drawn here because I think we have every church on the planet <laughs> represented in Sedona now too, modern, <laughs> modern day churches too. Uh, but it's really interesting, as I say, if you, it goes back that far because it's also been said that in the Grand Canyon, um, you know, this cave was discovered by a Kincaid. And I, I, I love that because um, I'm a Kincaid. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I'd like to think it was a relative of some sort, um, but there was a cave found in the mountain filled with um, relics from ancient Egypt too, um, which was quickly sealed up by the Smithsonian Institute and kind of never whispered again. But um, how does that weave into your story? And, and, and I'd love to hear more. Oh, it's all connected on the Northern Rim of the Grand Canyon they have, they still have a map there you can get, and it has Isis Temple, Osiris Temple, Seth Temple, o Horus Temple, Buddha Yeah, that's Temple. what it's called. The rocks are actually called that now. Yeah. Still. yeah. And I have found actually um, in Lake Powell, they have found Egyptian hieroglyphs. That's it, three hours from Sedona. Uh -huh. From in, uh, what do you call it, Phoenix, they have a place they found Egyptian hieroglyphs. They call wow. it Little Egypt. That's two hours from Sedona. And <laughs> then the Grand Canyon is, Marble Canyon is the area you're talking about. They found uh, ancient Egyptian relics. And actually, I have it in my book. They have the inside of the pyramid, almost exactly like the uh, Egyptian pyramid, uh, carved inside the one of the caves and I have a picture of that that they actually I could find you know uh, they <laughs> are they, 
they hidden it, you know, this knowledge. They, they've been wanting to uh, not uh, show us our ancient history or something. So, um, so it's all around here in Sedona and Arizona. And um, there are portals here. I'm sure that they travel back and forth to many different, you know, maybe Egypt and Bath. I'm not sure, but uh, they they're here. Uh, they're, it's a, it's amazing. I mean, Thoth is here. Osiris is, and Isis is right next to him. That's that's his uh, that's her husband. <laughs> I know, isn't that <laughs> crazy? Sekhmet. <laughs> We got uh, Hathor. Yeah, I have the pictures of Hathor in my book. I have the pictures of of the ancient Egyptian uh, from the walls, you know, of Egypt, and and I have the statues, and it's like, you know, exactly. Yeah, and, side by side, and you know, for those because it's really hard when we're kind of describing, you know, things we find in the rocks. Um, we will have um, some examples on our website, and of course, you know, you can check out. Uh, Thunderbeats book because I'm so happy that you decided to put this whole body to work and and to share it and I think it also tells I mean the metaphor in it too um, you know with a lot of uh, kind of you know wanting to be more present and aware and that sort of thing that you know that's what we're all kind of being guided to do as we evolve and you know to connect more with our own divinity and that sort of thing as well. And being present and aware is when you notice these things and it's when you start to notice figures in the clouds. And so you're open for messages. And then that's kind of when you, when you get it. And have, have you found it really interesting? I know they've guided you to some of them, but have you had like a thought and then looked up and it's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> you oh, see yeah, something that's like- just kind of sealed the deal. <laughs> Well, it was interesting, uh, Akhenaten, he's a pharaoh. So I was finding the gods and the goddesses of ancient Egypt. And uh, when I saw Akhenaten, I said, Akhenaten, what are you doing here? You're <laughs> yeah. a pharaoh. And he actually answered me. I swear to God, I swear. He said, I am much older than they say I am. Is that how he said it? And I took a picture. I, t- I had four or five photos when I saw him clearly in through the long you know zoom lens and I brought it home and put it in my computer and he wasn't there and I went what wait a minute I saw him plain as day three days later I found him in a whole different area he wanted me to know he was here oh wow that's a great story yeah well there's one yeah um and (laughs) there's one picture um, in, in what you sent me too, it, it wasn't described as who it can be. Cause sometimes you look at these and it can be something to somebody else too, which I think is really kind of fun and interesting. Um, but this one picture, it looked to me like Jesus. And I mean, everything, I mean, you could see the eyes, you could see the nose, the mouth, the lips, you know, the beard, um, you know, there's, I mean, the detail is absolutely astonishing. Yeah, I I saw that one and I thought of Jesus also. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it kind of just kind of feels like it, you know, it's, it's really, really interesting. And I just love it. I mean, yeah, the turban. Yeah. (laughs) The whole nine yards. Yeah. Now we know what he really looked like. (laughs) Right. 
his <laughs> eye is just so prominent and the eyes oh, yeah. is what you look for first you know and that's what they that that uh uh they actually spirit guided me after i found thoth now he's from atlantis he's uh supposed to be 75,000 years old mm. and i found him in two places here and he um what do you call it uh so after I found him the second time, uh, I got guided by spirit saying, now find the kings and the queens. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I would have never noticed them unless they mentioned it to me. I found, so the first week after I got that message from spirit, then I found three sets of kings and queens and they're all in the book. And now there's probably about eight kings I found I, I you got a royal of, flush there. <laughs> I got a royal flush, a king of the mountain. I feel them staring at me a lot of times. I, like they're they're definitely alive. Oh and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And, when you see when you see um, when you look up the rocks and you really do see a, a figure, as I say, when it, I mean it does. It, you you feel like you're connecting with it. And I think that's a very personal thing too. It might connect with other people in different ways, but that's yeah. what I love about it because it'll just quickly take you by surprise. But I have to tell you, it was so funny. I was hiking in um, um, the Red Rocks around Vegas and I turned around and I swear to God, it was Donald Trump in this rock. I mean, the, oh the comb over everything. And I took a picture of it and I sent it to all these people and they're going, oh my God. So I don't know how anyone could explain that one. <laughs> well, I'd like to see that. <laughs> well, he's got, the, he's got the Trump Towers, I think in uh, Las Vegas there, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he just he has to the carving in the middle of the night, but the rest, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I didn't think I was, I didn't think I was ever going to write the book. I, you know, uh, I was just driving my friends around to show them these uh, statues or these figures. Because you've and been doing tours for these for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And they all said, you've got to do the book, Thunder. you got to do the book. And I said, okay. So I finally made my mind up to do it. And I've been working on it. It was almost two years to put this whole book together. And the faces kept coming and coming and more and more. And I said, I gotta stop. There's so <laughs> many faces. I'm finding more and more and more and more. And different, like I said, there's Kuan Yin and Ganesh. And then I found uh, an, uh, elephants and birds. Oh my God, I found at least a, eight or nine different birds all over. Yeah. I mean, statues carved. You can yeah. see, and it's just amazing. Well, it, just this weekend, um, I was taking a picture because the sky looked so blue. I mean, it was so electric blue above the red rocks and it was, you know, crystal clear, sunny day. And I took a picture and then I, something kind of flashed in, you know, by my eye when I took it. And then I, you know, looked at the, the picture that I just took and there was a form, a cloud form of an eagle or a hawk and it was like rainbow colored i mean it was like you know the rainbow reflected wow nice and yeah i mean so it's just crazy what will even show up in pictures that you don't even see um around here too which is really really kind of trippy sometimes <laughs> so yeah. you know there's you know there's a lot going on around here <laughs> Absolutely. There is still the energy is totally here. And I drive, I do the drive tour now and people always say, 
I will never look at rocks the same. <laughs> or clouds, right? Isn't there a song? I've looked at clouds. The cloud people told me that that's fourth dimensional, actually. Ah. And, they, and they're still, they, that they come down from the higher dimensions and they, they don't, they can't go into 3D because it's too heavy or they actually don't want to. So they can go into a cloud and actually take form of the cloud. Wow. Yeah. Even, even on a cloudless day. I mean, that one was just truly amazing. But I also think it's kind of interesting is, well, especially depending on the angle you're looking at some of the rocks, um, mm -hmm. they can morph into something completely different. And so the difference between the time of day, the shadows, the angles, and even the weather, um, it, it just, I mean, they just keep emerging. And so it's really you know, important to kind of take the pictures when you can sometimes because there's places where I went back and I couldn't find it anymore. Like you say, they kind of like disappear. They reveal, you know, just yeah. with, with the lighting sometimes. So it's, okay. it's really the kind of fun. The lighting makes all the difference. I'd go out in the morning, the afternoon, the sunset. I mean, it would be totally different worlds every three hours or so, you know, totally different worlds. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I didn't see that like, uh, you know, three hours ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's interesting is Bell Rock, which you live near, yeah. is a lion sphinx. If you're coming in from the uh, north side of Sedona, it is a lion sphinx. It's in my book. It comes out about four or five o'clock in the afternoon. We're talking about lighting. Otherwise, yeah. it doesn't look like anything. And yeah. it just plain as day it's a lion sitting on his throne with his hand his legs and there's a pyramid right in the front of it wow and, and a bird and it's all there in the book it's all there so and spirit said that it's not a bell rise not a bell it's a crown ah I can absolutely see that actually from here as I'm talking to you <laughs> doesn't it look like a crown now Oh yeah, oh yeah, but I can see how you know the first settlers looked up and just saw a bell. <laughs> right. Well, I turned it into a spotlight, a, a lighthouse <laughs> for our logos. Oh <laughs> uh, well, it's always so fun to talk to you. And um, while we have you on the line too, why don't you uh, say a few things about your other books and um, just to let our audience know a little bit more about the other scope of your work. Okay, well, I have a hand drumming book, uh, Rhythms from Around the World, has has uh, Middle Eastern, uh, Native American, tribal, I mean, the, the book has 36 different rhythms from around the world, and I have a Awakening the Chakras book, it's very, very detailed, um, will really help you awaken uh, and knowing this knowledge more in depth about the chakras, like the psychic abilities of each chakra. And then um, my book before this last one is called My Encounters with ETs and Angels, which I have encountered uh, ETs since the age of four. And I have been, they've been coming to me here, here and there throughout my whole life, actually. When I was uh, four years old, I was playing in the driveway, broad daylight, and a ship came over. It was cloaked in a cloud, and it pulled me up, and as it was pulling me up, my mother ran out of the house trying to catch me. Oh, my God. Her, yeah, and they pulled her up, too. 
And that's where the story begins. So it's wow. really uh, magical. And they're all benevolent, loving beings. Actually, it's my star family from Sirius that uh, connected with me. They told me my name. They said my name was Flying Eagle with many wings. And I said, that sounds Native American. So I asked my tribe and they said, well, where do you think we get our names from? We get them from the star, we get them from the star people, the star family. I'm like, oh, okay, there it is. Well, you know, the, the look up too, and with that, you know, the new movie, Just Look Up too. It is it's such a big reminder. Up. It's just like, look up and, you know, there's just so much, as I say, just right in front of us. If you kind of pay attention on, and that film definitely took it to the extreme where so many people are so overwhelmed and distracted, they won't even look up at a comet's heading at them. So um, I think that's, you know, the, 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 the look up, I think is a, is a great, great thing for everyone to just kind of pull your head yeah. out from whatever, just look up and you don't know what you might see. And when the lighting or the clouds or the rocks are going to reveal something for you, because, and it's a, and it's so fun. I remember it's so many memories of, you know, my mom finding, you know, finding shapes in the clouds and, and we would always find them. And if you look for them, you'll find them. Or if you want to have fun with it, you'll find it. You know, and other people say, I can't see it. I can't see it. It's like, well, because you're really exactly. not looking. <laughs> exactly. That's why I called my book, Look Up, My Encounters yeah. with ETs yeah. and Angels, because people kept saying, how come you see so many ships in the sky? Thunderbeat, look up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a lot we're not missing by looking up. <laughs> or even looking <laughs> straight ahead these days. <laughs> well, I think yeah. it's um, um yeah that, that's really interesting about the the lost cities and and how how long the history is here because even you know right behind our house you know where that mesa is there's a petroglyph back there and on the back of that um, petroglyph um, there's like a holy mammoth. I mean, what, you know, it's, it's the petroglyphs are even different too. So it's even the different stages of the rocks and you say things are in different places. Mm -hmm. um, not all the petroglyphs came at the same time and from the same people either around here. So it's been right. going on for a long, long time. Well, we'll be right back for some closing words with Thunderbeat uh, right after this quick message. So please stay tuned. Hello, my name is Sering Lodu, and as a part of the Tibetan heritage, I'm discovering many sacred connections with my indigenous brothers and sisters around the world. I'm also learning how many of them are suffering because of the dirty water, and now it's time for us to help them. So, as we say, if everything is dirty, polluted, or gone, that means we are also gone. As life is a water, so when we take action to help purify our waters, we are also purifying ourselves. When water is polluted, so are we. When water is gone, so are we. So, therefore, it is important for me to connect with my indigenous brothers and sisters so we can share our connected and collective wisdoms with the rest of the world, which is how to live in harmony with the earth. The time is now and right now. We are starting with the Hopi and the Navajo brothers and sisters. So please, I request all of you to help this project and I pray for you all. Love you and thank you very much. So Thunder B, what would you like to leave our listeners with today? What final thoughts do you have to share? 
Yes, look up and look at the rocks in a different way. I mean, they're all over. It's not just Sedona. There, there are many places and there's different worlds that we are just forgot, lost history that has happened here that, that we don't know about. I mean, it's just really hidden in plain sight. That's what I'm going to say. Hidden in plain sight, like so much is. And how to find your book and the full body of your work. Do you want to share your website? And Yeah, thunderbeat.com, thunderbeat.com. And you can uh, look at all my items, but I have a, a download site. I have 15 uh, solo CDs out, five are sound healing. And then some are from my sacred uh, journeys of like Mayan, Egyptian, cosmic uh star family uh music that you don't drive with because you'll miss your exit <laughs> <laughs> but you can listen to that at seriousstargate.com you can listen for free seriousstargate.com is my download site for my music and but if you want the book thunderbeat.com and you can order it there and i'll get to you in a few days yeah and you can also find it on amazon Yes, you can. It, that's the, but it's not the hard copy. It yeah. is a ebook. Okay. That people can find it. Yeah. As I say, and we, um, uh, we'll have some uh, examples on our website too, um, along with her little book release. So that'll steer you in the right direction as well. Um, then you can also find Thunderbeats website along with an archive of today's show at SedonaSpotlight.com along with other great resources to help raise consciousness and the latest with our clean water projects for the Hopi and the Navajo at SedonaSpotlight.com. So please check it out. Well, thank you again so much for joining us today, Thunderbeat. And I know um, I, I also wanted to say, I just love the fact that you used to open, um, you know, your drumming and, and Jose Arguez just loved you too. And that you would open up his, uh, a lot of, a lot of the events that he did as well. So I'm happy to have you as, as my, as, as my new bestie here, here in Sedona. <laughs> Thank you for having me, sweetheart. Okay. And thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in and turning up the lights because we can all be spotlights helping to create a brighter world and a better future for everyone anywhere and anytime. So shine on, look up and have a wonderful day. Thank <laughs> you.